Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, report were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus from players coaches and experts on all the latest happenings in the world of byu athletics cougar sports with ben criddle returns right now on espn 960 Welcome back, Cougar Sports ESPN 960. This is Cougar Country. I'm Ben Colonel broadcasting live from Chubby's Cafe, chubbyscafeut.com. We'd love to see you guys here at the Orem location just across the street from University Mall. Stop in, say hello, and get yourself some delicious grub, the savory sustenance of Chubby's Cafe. I just put out the menu. I want to get your thoughts, Cougar Nation, on your favorite thing on the menu because you can't go wrong with anything. G-Man loves the bacon, ba- mushroom bacon Swiss. I love the shrimp po' boy and the jalapeno ranch. Uh, it's got uh, bacon on it, too. And I throw a little guacamole on there, too. It is delicious. Before we get out to our guest, uh, I got Will Moak here, the owner-operator of Chubby's Cafe here in Orem. What's your favorite thing on the menu, Will? Oh, man, that's tough. I always I, I get stuck on a certain thing for, like, three months, and that's all I get for three months. It was the barbecue burger for a while. Right now, I'd have to say we uh, just introduced a pork tenderloin sandwich. That's good. It is. We, it, you can get it both traditional style or chubby style. Traditional just has mayo and mustard. The chubby style, we actually also released a new chubby sauce, which is great for so uh, good. dipping chicken or, or fries or anything like that. But it, it comes on the uh, pork tenderloin, and it's great. So I, I would have to say that right now. That's that's I get that, you know. Nine times out of ten right now. That's what I'm talking about. G-Man, you want to chime in on this? Well, Chubby's always has great monthly specials, and I'm really hoping you bring back that Texas barbecue burger because other than the mushroom bacon Swiss burger, that had to be the best burger I've ever had. Yeah, so we, uh, with the pandemic and everything, we kind of slowed down on the um, monthly specials. We are bringing them back on, in October, or sorry, November. Oh, so good. we're doing our cranberry turkey sandwich for November and December, and in January, a weird one, but it really caught on, and people ask for it all the time. Coming in January is the peanut butter jalapeno. It's burger. very good. I've so. had that. It's very good. I like everything. You ask me everything on Chubby. Yeah, it's very good. That, well, that's going to be my answer. Every let's, time. let's talk about uh, uh, what uh, our next guest's favorite thing is on the menu. Let's welcome in a uh, human experience evangelist, hybrid HR and ops executive. He's the owner, operator, one of the managing partners of Ohana X uh, and founding partners of Ohana X. Uh, NIL is uh, something that he's done and uh, loves to do, and he's all about the experience, right? The employee experience, the player experience, the human experience. Let's welcome in uh, BYU Insider as well. He's been a consultant for BYU Athletics for a long time now, Carl Sokia. What's up, Carl? Aloha, Brother Ben. How are you, my man? 
doing awesome, brother. Appreciate you joining us today. Do you have a favorite thing on the Chubby's Cafe menu I can get for you? I'll get it fired up right now on the grill. Oh, brother, what was what was the sandwich you was just talking about? That's what I want. Traditional style. <laughs> Send me one, boy. Send me. All right. I got you, man. We'll get you some beer-battered fries as well. Carl, <laughs> our, our question of the day revolves around... You know uh, the the influx of cash, uh, but but uh, that that's going to be coming to the BYU coffers, the athletic department once BYU is officially a member and a full fledged member of the Big Twelve. Before we get into that, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what you do on the daily, um, how your uh, what, what what your expertise and specialties are, and and how you've been involved with the BYU athletic department. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for the opportunity. And uh, hi, G Man. Good to have good to have you on the phone too. Uh, you know, a, a little bit, oh, <laughs> a little bit about my career is, uh, you know, I've been a longtime HR executive, mostly in the hospitality space and luxury. So a lot of St. Regis type brands, Waldorf Astoria, Ritz Carlton, even Grand America hotels and resorts here in Utah. And uh, I end up going on my own and, and really trying to emphasize this thing I call the human experience, which is really how we uh, intertwine our professional and our personal lives and everything there in between, and how we really live at our best. How do we really live in our best self? maximize our potential, really find the right alignment, and, uh, and try to really nail a lot of those things down and, and use a lot of my experience in the HR space to try and you know, become catalysts for helping people to achieve that. And so uh, through, through things like workshops, individual one-on-one coaching, um, and you know, a lot of public speaking and things like that, that's kind of the lane that I, I really live in and uh, have a lot of fun. And we see a lot of success, and as long as we can help people really find success in their personal lives, it seems like their professional lives thrive as well. So that's something we've really worked on, especially with BYU, is really trying to tap into what, what makes these guys tick and how we can really you know, turn those levers on and, and help them to really uh, maximize their potential. Love that, man, and uh, I appreciate you giving some perspective on that and giving us uh, some background as well. So let me ask you the question, right? Where, where do you get the best ROI? You've know, you got $43 million to spend. Like, where should BYU, and I know you're not going to just sit here, like, this is exactly where they need to spend it. and um, You know, we're not so pompous to say, like, we know it all by any means here at ESPN 960, but I want to get your thoughts on how maybe BYU Athletics should spend that influx of money where you can get the best return on investment. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's, number one, it's exciting, right? And I think, uh, you know, just kind of looking at everything from the, the lens that I look through, being able to, you know, be inside the program, the football program, being inside basketball, being inside of athletics, what I love is, number one, we've got a real mindful group of people that are really leading the charge on this. I mean, starting with Tom himself, I mean, you can see the commitment from Tom. Tom's really been, you know, trying to, you know, address the things that I know fans want, that sponsors and donors want, that, you know, all, that the teams and players and coaching staff want. And, uh, you know, it, we're a very conservative university. Um, I think that, as you mentioned previously, you know, we're very thoughtful and mindful about the way we spend money, which, you know, I actually appreciate even though sometimes you just want to, you know, blow out the bank and just, you know, upgrade everything and really represent who we feel BYU athletics is, I think they do a real good job with what they do. And they also really, I think they're crafty about pulling in money. Um, you know, we had a great donors like, uh, uh, and sponsors like New Skin put those great digital boards in. And how wonderful was that whole thing? And I think we give a lot of shout-out to some of those uh, corporate partners, you know, like the New Skins of the world, some of the other people that are helping a lot of these, uh, you know, these clubs and things that they're opening up. And we're watching this progression. So I think, you know, having said that in the, in the mindfulness of the group that we have, I mean, it really starts with ROI. I love what you said on Twitter where we were talking about the experience, personnel, you know, technology. Those are some of the things I think we're really going to have to take a close look at once we start getting this money in. 
when we look at sports and how do you divide that pie, I mean, I think there's no question. You've got to be able to put a lot of uh, a lot of infrastructure into what makes you the money, which obviously number one is going to be football. Um, and I think there's going to be a, a few tiers of that. We've already seen some of it, you know, coming in the, in the on the internal uh, aspect of it with hiring additional staff. And, and I'm talking the new, the new leaders they brought on, phenomenal. I think the additional team members, whether or whether they've been um, the analyst group, which is super sound. I mean, I'm really impressed. You know, you hear people like the Justin Andersons of the world, the Mike Hall, the Brandon Bradley. You know, elevating uh, you know Billy Nixon and, and John Swift into higher roles. You know, bringing in Josh Hewitt down in the equipment room. They're already starting to move in that direction to to be prepared for this additional you know the personnel, the needs, and so on. What I'm a big believer in is you've got to have the right leadership team in place to be able to attract the talent. Love that. No, I think uh, that's you whatever know. you name. Oh, can you hear me? Sorry, guys? you 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 cut out there for a second. You said you have to have the the right leadership in place. Yes. Continue that. Sorry about that. I'm on my way to St. George, everybody. Shout out to one of my clients, Spilled Milk. I'm heading down to work with my team at Spilled Milk in St. George. So I apologize if I cut out. We, um, But I think it starts with the leadership. You've got to have an exceptional leadership to attract the talent. And I think BYU athletics or, or BYU football, basketball, you name it, is really no different than a business in today's landscape. Right? We've got to attract, retain, develop, and grow our talent. I think more so than we've ever had to do in the past, it's not only about attracting it, which is a huge component, but it's also retention now. There's a lot of, you know, curveballs being thrown with things like NIL and some of these other things. You know, the, the change in, in laws where now, you know, student-athletes can take off and go somewhere where it hasn't been that easy in the past. You know, retention is going to be a huge mm-hmm. area of opportunity for, I, I think, athletic programs everywhere. But specifically at BYU, I think that's one place they really have to look at especially when we're trying to attract the best talent and really keep them engaged. I think we saw that a little bit with somebody like Dallin Hoker this year. You know, yeah. definitely sad and disappointing he, he needs to leave and, and felt that he needed to go. But, I mean, you know, love Dallin, and I'm glad. I hope wherever he chooses to go and, 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 and continue to compete, he succeeds. But, you know, I, I, what my thought is that's going to happen more and more going into the future, so we've really got to nail down that retention piece. But I think the attracting, like, with the additional uh, the recruiting personnel, Leveraging technology, marketing, you know, those are things be such an enormous opportunity for us where, again, you take players like Dave Almadova and what he's done with the entire experience from a marketing standpoint, in-game experience. You take a look at somebody like a Casey Stopper, who's really done everything he can, you know, to really look at all those corporate sponsorships and, and really make those things, uh, you know, sound and exciting. So they're really engaged and on board for what the future looks like, you know, all the way down to the coaching staff and so on. So I think that leadership component is going to be the first area we really need to invest and really, you know, kind of, uh, you know, take measure on. And then I think it continues to go down the tier, like I said, from the, the athlete experience, student-athlete experience, to the, the coaching experience, the fan experience, and so on. I love that. No, you must build the foundation and you must have the personnel to manage in order to re-focus kind of your efforts on the the player experience and and what they're going to be navigating there at Brigham Young University. I think in its purest form, if you do that, you'll you'll get a great ROI on that money. And I think you feel the same way. Absolutely. And I think you know going back to what you know kind of the platform of my company is this whole human experience cycle. It starts with the leadership. It starts with the people that you've got in key positions. The decision makers, the, again, those people that have that responsibility to attract talent, retain, develop, and grow them into the next level. 
you know, those are very, very important people to get right. And whether you've got them on the bus, you need to get them in the right seat. If, the, if, if, if their seat is empty, you need to find somebody. We've got to really have a commitment to excellence and really manage toward that commitment to excellence across all these areas. But if you've got the right leadership, my whole piece is your leadership experience is going to drive your um, student-athlete experience. Then, based on that student-athlete experience, that's going to drive the fan experience, corporate sponsorship experience, a lot of those other areas, which will in turn drive the brand experience, the value of your brand, the success of your brand, and so on. Whereas I think in the past, it's been a lot of brand. You know, the brand has attracted people. We've leveraged, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the Oval Y, the Cougar, you know, the quarterback factory, some of those things. And, and especially the younger generation, they're not as attractive. It's still very powerful. Do not get me wrong. But I think that's, it, it's almost a byproduct of the other components versus being that first area and that first measure, uh, you know, that is of the most importance. Because it used to be, in my opinion, the brand attracts the leader, leader attracts the, the, the student athlete, and then that's going to get the fans on board. But I think really the brand is, is, is uh, you know, the group, you know, that kind of, you know, looks at everything from the very end and say, how did we do on all those other components? Because, again, with social media, technology, you know, the younger demographic and what they value, I mean, the game has changed dramatically so we have to account for a lot of those experiential components versus transactional components like we have in the past. Love that. Carl Sokia here on ESPN 960, breaking it all down. BOU Athletics Consultant. He's a human experience evangelist, hybrid HR and ops executive, breaking down where uh, the best return on investment uh, is as you invest, uh, reinvest some of the, that, that influx of cash coming from the Big 12 deal into your athletic department carl you know if you i don't want to get into like weaknesses uh here but where are there maybe possible gaps that we can fill with uh with proper personnel uh to to maximize the athletic potential or the athletic department potential do you think you know that's a great question ben i say you know not even with, with a weakness i say really where the area of opportunity i feel as we gain more money and are able to really grow the staff, which I know in football alone, I know Kalani has got a wish list. I've sat with he and John Swift, and they've built out their dream board of what, you know, what the talent base looks like for their staffing. You know, and I know we really want to grow to that. They've, they've done a lot of research. They've had other people do research. And I think what's going to be the, of most importance is who we hire and how we really you know, utilize, whether it be technology or whatever it may be. We've got to find the right people for those roles. Um, you know, looking across the coaching landscape at BYU, I think a great example is Amber Whiting. I love Amber. I love what she's pouring out, and I, I'm drinking all of it. You know, I've, had, I've been able to sit with her and have great conversations and understand her. She is a fighter. She is going to be incredible. Uh, you know, on the court with her people, she is a winner. And that's a very exciting hire to me because I feel the same energy from Mark Pope. Right? These are people who, who have a high standard that are going to get creative with the way they do things, but they're there to win. And that is super exciting for me. I think they did a, a, an absolute home run job in hiring that position. And in turn, it'll be important for both of them to then, you know, go in turn and make sure they're hiring the right people for their, you know, for the different roles across their landscape. So I think, you know, in football specifically, that's going to be a big thing for, you know, the John and Kalani's of the world is they've got to make sure that, you know, the roles are the right roles, but they're really investing in finding and weeding out the right people uh, that have that mindset, who have that, you know, commitment to excellence, who are willing to grind and really, you know, hit home runs. Because I think if you if you really get those people, I mean, it's going to create such a culture around there 
where, I mean, everybody's just going to be kind of on the same page. And, it's, you know, it's going to be a standard that we set. And so with those additional tools and resources, the additional people, I think we just have to do a great job at nailing those things down. And, that, and there's some areas that we can't. I would love to see BYU Athletics focus on on a day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month basis. We just don't have the bandwidth to do it. You know, some, some things, I wouldn't say they necessarily fall through the cracks, but they definitely don't get the attention I think they deserve, um, especially on the internal component, where there is a great commitment. You've got people like Chad Willem in compliance, Chad Willem and his team in compliance, Trevor Wilson in academics. They've been doing everything they can on the budget that they've got. But I'd love, you know, I, I know in talking to them, I, they'd love to do a lot of great things to really help them, you know, these student athletes on the internal piece with growing their careers, preparing them, better aligning them again, using a, a money ball type strategy to really make sure they're taking strategies toward their career paths and their classwork and degrees, you know, that differentiates us internally, uh, you know, from any other university in the nation. Great breakdown, Carl. And, uh, you know, it's enlightening. I want to get as many people chiming in on this as possible because I think the more people start to really evaluate it, I think the the more that they'll, um, you know, they're, they're going to research it a little bit more. Okay, where do we want to spend this money? And then they're going to talk to the power brokers of Brigham. And, uh, yep. look, I, I think they, they listen. I think they really do. So I think it's important to, to – you got to seek it out, search it out, and, and maybe influence some of these decisions, Cougar Nation. You're a part of this, and they'll listen to you. Carl, safe travels down to St. George. We appreciate you hopping on, brother. How can we support you and what you do, brother? Oh, you're the man. I appreciate Bennett. Just having me on, being able to talk about this human experience, this component, um, it means a lot to me. Like I said, I, I love BYU athletics. I love the BYU football program, basketball, soccer, you name it, volleyball. Um, these are a bunch of incredible young people. Uh, that are really trying their hardest to do their best. Uh, the staffs are incredible, and I feel very fortunate to be able to work with them on a day-to-day basis. Um, and I guess, you know, just for me, uh, any opportunities that any of our listeners have, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, you name it. I love to try and kind of take these same philosophies and, you know, put them into business, put them into communities, work with families. You know, I've got a big workshop that's coming up on Thursday, November 17th, that I do a lot of the work that are similar to what I'm doing with Kalani, his coaching staff, even their spouses, and all of the players. And so you'll get a little window of opportunity to see what we call print, which is this you know, straight exposure into this whole analysis on what motivates us and how we can really align ourselves the best using technology into what motivates us and then march forward. So, um, you know, I guess just, you know, anybody interested in those kind of things, make sure you connect. Again, we'll be doing that here in Sandy, Utah on uh, November 17th. Uh, you can look me up, and I've got a lot of stuff that we're putting out in marketing about that, but... You know, just, have, just letting me talk about this platform of really loving our people, supporting them. Uh, I, I always appreciate the opportunity, brother. Go appreciate good. you. Appreciate you, Carl Sokia, ladies and gentlemen.